another episode of Cocktails and Convos. I'm Karen. I'm Joni. Let me just move my chair a little bit. And what are we talking about today, Joan? Today we are talking about dating after divorce. Juicy. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. So You've done it. I've done it because I was married to a I'm just not, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. I was married once before, and um, let's just say that when I got divorced, I had a party. <laughs> I had a divorce party. <laughs> but dating after that was very, like, I slowly went into it because I had a daughter, and I never really... A daughter, but not... He wasn't the dad. No, he's he's he wasn't my daughter's father, but she was very young when we got divorced. She was young when we got married. She was very young when we got divorced. And so I was always very careful about who I brought around her. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But um, dating was a whole new world after that because I think you have your guard up significantly. Yeah. And the other thing is you're just scared to put yourself out there again. Why? I like to get hurt because you don't want to get hurt? Or just because it's like starting over? Because I feel like divorce is a loss that you have to grieve. Even though you're not physically losing somebody. You're, you're mourning losing the death something. of the marriage. You're, yeah. you're mourning the death of a marriage. That's exactly it. So for me, it was like I had to give myself that time to like give myself strength again because... I gave that relationship my everything, like, you know. Yeah. And I feel like I lost a little bit of myself in that. And so, for me, I wasn't willing to do that all over again. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The thing is that I don't think a divorce is something that you should be ashamed of. um, Because you learn a lot from it. So, what I learned was that love, although a relationship is work, It shouldn't take so much work to love somebody, right? Right. right. So when I met Paul, and and Paul was my serious relationship after my divorce. Like you know, you go on dates here and there, Mm -hmm. but the but the jack wagons, yeah, the jack wagons. (laughs) But but the true and real relationship that I had after my divorce was with Paul. Mm Why did I love Paul so much? Or why did I know that he was a one? One, he was patient. He was super patient. Well, he was, like, also immensely different than the guy before. Right. Like, night and day. And I think that was a a breath of fresh air. It was a breath of fresh air and so, uh, yeah, refreshing. Refreshing and new. And I didn't know, like, I'm like, oh, wow, people really are nice in this world. That was one thing. But the other thing, too, was that he really made a point to make Lexi be the number one priority. So, like, it didn't... It, it's not that it didn't matter how I felt about certain things, but for him, I feel like he really put Lexi first. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, and the way I was observing things, I'm like, this guy really cares about me because he really cares about my daughter. Right. So... You're going to, I don't know, I had a couple of bad dates after divorce, but it's like you have to get out there to meet people. 
but then you're kind of skeptical on meeting new people because you have your guard up. I feel like it's a process. Yeah. And you have to grieve the loss of your relationship. But at the same time, I didn't let somebody tell me that nobody was ever going to date me again, especially my ex. Like, I didn't let him dictate what my future was going to be. Right. Now, Lexi's dad flat out told me, nobody's going to love you and nobody's going to want you because you have a kid. And I believed it at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. But those I, were like his insecurities. Those, were, say, like, his those insecurities. were his. Those were his insecurities because that's how he felt about himself, and he's trying to project. He was trying to project that mm-hmm. onto you, you know. But I never. Um, in the moment, you, you, you. That's how you feel because mm-hmm. that's all you know. I was never married to Lexi's dad, thank God. And, but I, he was my first love and my first relationship and my first everything. So, I dove into that head first and, mm-hmm. and it hurt when it didn't work out but at the same time I'm so glad it didn't work yeah it's out. like in the moment you're not you don't even realize it but I think it's hard to like I haven't like dealt with divorce but I think it's like it's a different game it's a different ball game when there's kids involved mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. I and I'm not like I don't want to knock men but I feel like just from the people that we know personally that have gone through divorce, I feel like it's always the male that's jumping into a relationship headfirst. Yeah, super quick. Super quick Mm -hmm. and like does it, and again, I'm not talking about every guy, I'm just talking about the ones that we've, that I've seen that are going through it, that are around us. I just feel like they jump into the relationship, a new relationship. Yeah kids are involved they introduce the kids Mm -hmm. to this new person and it's like why can't you just slow down there's a reason why you're in a divorce anyway there's a reason why you're broken up you know if you've been in a long-term marriage and you guys parted ways Mm -hmm. there's a reason why the relationship fell apart yeah and i feel like a lot of people blame one person and i believe wholeheartedly that it takes two people to have a great relationship and it takes two people to have a fucked up relationship yeah so why not like why is it that the women and i mean i, I think there, there's women too also that jump into relationships but i'm again just talking about personally the, the, the experiences that we've had around us yeah uh, why is it that the man can't just analyze the situation step back and, and be like <laughs> Let me, you know, why is it that my relationship didn't work out? Let me work on that. Let me, whatever, therapy. Let me just be by myself. Let me do my life. Let me whatever. And then, you know, jump into whatever Whatever you want to do. Same thing for women. We've had friends, you know, that just people around, not personal friends, just acquaintances that I used to give the same advice. Like, your relationship is flat out, was flat out, it, it's gone, it's dead. Mm-hmm. Don't you want to just take the time to just breathe? And like you said, mourn? Yeah. But I think also that there's relationships where you've already mourned the marriage while you were all, while you were still while in it. While you were in it, because right? it was, because it was, it was already apart. over. Mm-hmm. So by the time it's over, over, you're ready to just hurry up and move on and just forget that part of your yeah. life. Yeah. It's like you ripped the Band-Aid off. You ripped the Band-Aid it off. It doesn't hurt as much. <laughs> But still, I think it should take a long time before anyone is introduced to kids. I think that they don't know how to process that. That's just that. a given. They, like, they, they, st- they still process. Do you remember that movie, um, It's Complicated? Yeah. Yeah. Where the guy, Baldwin, and, mm-hmm. and what's her name? Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. That movie was like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Because how? remember how in the, uh, 
they eventually they get back together not even back together but they start, they start like, hooking, up around, hooking up again or and whatever the kids and the kids were devastated from the divorce and then when they find out that they were hooking up again I think they thought they thought that they were going to be happy about it but then one of the kids and mind you the kids are like in college they're older and they're like Grown we up. still haven't even gotten over the, the first, first time yeah I was like oh my gosh like I wonder how you know like how kids feel about mm-hmm. that yeah because if it's devastating for us to lose what our normal day-to-day life was with this person imagine a kid imagine who a solely kid. relies on mom and dad and the roof over image. their head yeah. and and all of a sudden now you've taken it's not like you've taken it away but it's changed mm-hmm. that's devastating to a child oh my god I, I mean i can't even and then also <laughs> you know how like one or the other starts dating first mm-hmm. and then the other one gets mad uh-huh but I think it I guess that depends on who's the one that decided to call off the marriage or or, or like decided to leave the marriage or divorce or whatever the one that leaves is usually the one that always starts dating right or the one that calls it quits usually is usually the one that starts dating but then when the other one starts dating you get mad yeah why because you you want your cake and you want to eat it too yeah I want to take that cake and shove it in your face how about that (laughs) I mean, it's got to be tough. I don't think that there's any. I don't know. There's no right or wrong. Anyone for what their personal choices are. I just think that if you think things through and and act on, um, like, make choices, like smart choices, instead of acting on impulse and on like emotion. Yeah. Then you make better decisions. You know. And don't bring the kids into it. Like, I'm all for. Listen, you want to go out on a date? Divorce is something that everybody deals with different, just like grief. Just like anything in life, we're yeah. all different. But the kids should not be introduced. I, I would say even if you're dating, like, at least six months. Shit, I would say a year. Like, I didn't bring anybody around Lexi. Mm-hmm. And um, I got really upset because the person that I was with at the time, who ended up being eventually my husband, I told him that. And he appeared at my front door, like, unannounced. Lexi was super little, and I'm like, "What are you? What are you? What are you doing?" Oh, God. <laughs> like I told you, this isn't what I do. Like I don't just bring anybody around. I don't know what this is yet. You know what I mean? And I should have known then. That was a, that was a huge red flag. Yep. But there's no right or wrong. I think be respectful with yourself, and most importantly, respect your children. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that like if you have let's say an 18 year old or a 20 year old and you start dating after a divorce, like things are a little bit different when your kids are older. Yeah. But when they're little and they can't express themselves freely, I guess, or or they can't kind of navigate through those emotions that they're having, seeing mom and dad date other people, then I feel like it shouldn't be brought to them in a way that's like, well, I'm meeting this person and now he's going to be gone and I know and then I'll meet this other person and you know and they don't know how to talk they don't know how to like you said they don't know how to express themselves and there was one thing that I learned that I got from you years and years ago and this was like from who from you there that there were things after like you know Lexi's dad and and you broke up or whatever and she was going through her own thing I mean she was young Mm -hmm. and then um you know then in comes you know I don't even like. I don't even have. What do we call him? him. Let's just call him something. Mm. 
Jack wagon. In comes Jack wagon. <laughs> and clearly she felt some type of way towards him, right? Mm-hmm. And remember that you came up with the idea of buying her like a journal that was just yeah. your, your, hers and yours personal journal where mm-hmm. she would write whatever she was feeling and then you would answer in the journal and it was like you guys' own board. Right. I think that that's a great idea maybe to incorporate with somebody to somebody, you know, with your child if you're going through something like that because they don't know how to express themselves. Mm-hmm. I do it with, with my kids, especially Anthony, because he's at that age where I think he's shy and he doesn't want to talk about stuff and like yeah. girls and, you know, stuff like that. And so I got each of them a journal. I mean, Jackson just draws tic-tac-toes in it. Chloe periodically uses it. But Anthony utilizes it the most where he writes whatever it is that he wants to know. And I told him, whatever, I don't care if you think it's embarrassing or you're scared or whatever. You write it down in there. I'll read it. I'll write my response. And we have our own little hiding place that is just he and I. And it was a way for him to open up and, like, communicate Mm -hmm. whatever he was feeling. I think that that's a good idea to incorporate, that's, you know, yeah, that's within the dynamic of a child and a mother that's going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. I think that helps a lot. And just getting it out, you know? Getting it out in the sense that they're not always going to write what they're feeling because they're kids. But even if they draw something. Even if they draw something. Even if it's just a sentence, mm-hmm. you know? Or even if you just want to be like, hey, how are you? Yeah. How are you feeling about this and this and this, you know? They'll it's it's comforting i think to them yeah kids and it's a way for them to get it out because otherwise i feel like they they like bottle everything up and then it comes out in their behavior it Mm -hmm. comes out in anxiety they lash out out in school it comes out in so many different ways and it's because they don't know themselves what they're dealing with and how to deal with it you know so now let's say kids aren't involved you're married you get divorced now you want to start dating What's your what are your thoughts on that? Me personally, I am the type of person that I need to have my mind clear and not worry about anything in order for me to have like full attention and be just like focused on whatever. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine that if I were going through a divorce and there's, you know, there's no let's just say hypothetically there's no kids around, there's no whatever. I need to be completely over you in order for me to even entertain yeah. the idea of being I would prefer to be by myself because I don't want to waste your time or my time and I would rather just like you said grieve what I need to grieve get over what I need to get over and then maybe I'll Move inter- on. and I mean where it's like slim pickings you know like <laughs> I mean I can't even imagine honestly I don't even think that I would I I don't know but, but if, I don't I don't think I mean how do you feel about that? But if a woman is divorced and she starts dating, she's a whore. I if mean, a man gets divorced and he starts dating, nobody says anything. He's got game. Yeah. Like mm, that's the part that kind of ticks me off because I feel like a woman with no responsibilities, no kids or anything, if you've been in a really bad relationship and marriage, and you're free from that by all means but in a way that you're don't disrespect yourself you know because you're not going to find anybody respectful if you're putting yourself out there in a way that's just demeaning but i don't think it's fair to call a woman a hoe or a whore or 
whatever people call women that date after marriage because they're entitled to that too. Yeah, man. You you lost to. something that you worked hard on and now you want to have some fun, so have some fun, but be respectful. And nobody needs to be calling you a hoe. And nobody needs to be calling you a hoe and just like be be true to who you are. Like don't lose yourself in the process yeah. of like, you know, oh, living, you know, starting this new life. And be safe. Oh <laughs> and be God, safe. Please. It's like oh. don't go on any blind dates like alone. You know, nowadays don't meet anywhere where you know how do you even meet like how do you even meet people i don't I know mean, do people even i don't know. even know i don't even know honestly i feel like if i were god forbid if i were to ever get divorced i really don't think i would be interested in dating <laughs> and i think you know too i just think it's like if you, when you're actively looking mm. that's when you don't find shit mm -hmm. i remember that going through like all the messed up relationships that I went through before like you know with the loaf of bread down, with the loaf of bread guy <laughs> but it's like when you just don't even aren't that's not on your agenda boom it happens yeah because that's how I found Paul remember? yeah yeah I was like wait you were in front of me this whole time and I could have just saved myself six years of yeah. hell okay well I'll take it <laughs> oh my gosh yeah well, so live and learn right live and learn so the bottom line is I'm all for me, Karen. I'm all for dating after divorce. If you do it respectfully, carefully, oh, yeah. and be very picky about who you introduce your children to. Yep, that's, and they come that's first. That's pretty much it. They, they always come first. And fuck what your ex-husband says. <laughs> and fuck what your ex-husband says. And, the, and, and, you know, everything. Or your ex-wife. Dad used to say, whatever the situation is. everything comes around again. Like, every what goes around comes around. Yep. And he said it in his own little Spanish way, and I loved him when he said that because it's so true. That motherfucker did so bad by me and my daughter that I'm Who, sure... My, jack my, wagon? Yeah, jack wagon. That I honestly thought to myself, I don't wish him onto anyone. Mm-hmm. Because the core of who you are is so rotten. It's so devilish. It's, and, and I don't wish you on anyone. So, yeah. wherever you are, Jack Wagon, thank you for being an asshole, though, because you brought me to the love of my life. <laughs> thank you so much, because my kids will have to hear your fucking voice. <laughs> oh, I can't even. <laughs> thank you. I really I thank you from the bottom of my heart to you. <laughs> I appreciate that forever and ever. <laughs> Una vida tranquila. That's what I have. Yep. Um, okay, so coming up soon, within the next couple of weeks, we'll be doing a live Thanksgiving tablescape at Joni's house. Yes. Um, tomorrow we will be posting our, what is it, the YouTube video. Yeah. And so we'll have a new YouTube video we will be doing the tablescape and then friday we'll be doing a live um candy corn martini if you guys want to join um oh yay and that's about it for now so again thank you guys for listening thank you for following along please subscribe to our youtube channel go ahead and follow us on instagram cocktails and, and convos, convos underscore podcast that's the instagram and that's about it, folks. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. Bye.